Good morning and welcome back to Equity Monday, TechCrunch's weekly kickoff. Each and every Monday, we take a quick and hopefully useful look at the markets, the latest early stage news, what happened over the weekend, and finally, we talk about what is coming up. Well, are you ready? Are you feeling good? From Providence, Rhode Island, where the sky is blue and the temperature rounding the corner into spring, let's go. All right, now, before we go into the show today, don't forget we have a great episode out from Friday of last week. If you want to know what happened in the venture world and the biggest news, the biggest headlines, check it out. Over the weekend, an LA media startup that raised nearly $2 billion launched, flush with cash from Madrone Capital Partners, Alibaba, and a host of media companies, Quibi is finally here. And it is pronounced Quibi, right? It's not Quibi. 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 I hope that's right. Anywho, Quibi is focused on shorter form, consumable videos that are, we presume, good on the go. Sadly, today, few are going because the world economies are shuttered due to COVID-19. So it may not be the best time to launch Quibi, but on the other hand, with nearly $2 billion raised, you have to launch the damn thing. So it's out. And early indications, you know, they seem modestly positive. TechCrunch said in a review that, quote, the app is slick and the content is just okay. That's a better summary than I, or I think many, expected. If Quibi can scale its content without overspending, it did just raise a bunch more money, perhaps it has a small chance of actually, you know, making it. I didn't expect to say that out loud a few weeks ago, so color me surprised and cautiously optimistic. All right, putting Quibi aside, check it out if you will. I'm sure we'll all hear about it a lot over the next week. What else is going on? Well, looking around the world of technology and business, a couple of things kind of stood out from the weekend. First up, idiots are torching 5G cell towers in the UK because they're stupid. Skype is trying to come after Zoom as best it can, but its moves to make its software a little bit easier to use and onboard feel a little bit late and a little bit lame. And finally, crypto M&A was down sharply in 2019 to just $451 million in total volume, according to PwC. That's not a lot of money for the amount of noise we get from the crypto sector. I vote that is an ouch. Finally, the stock market is set to gain sharply on, by some measures, a slight improvement in certain COVID-19 day-to-day metrics. If that's a good enough reason to send shares up by a couple of points, okay. That's what we're looking at. I don't know where shares will end the day, but certainly, you know, early indications look okay. Now, going from the weekend to the week ahead, what are we looking at? Well, it looks like another week of kind of insane political and health news. So not too much of a difference from the last couple of weeks. Developer conferences are still off or kind of virtual at best for the time being, and there are no earnings this week that we saw this morning that we think that we care about, so not too much news to look out for kind of inside the tech and startup space, but there are some other things to anticipate. First, we're looking forward to the coming kind of Q1 VC numbers and reports. These will come from groups like the NVCA and should begin to drop kind of around now. We don't know exactly when they're coming, but what we do want to know is what the heck happened in VC in the first quarter of this year. I suspect these reports will show a stronger than expected range of figures, given that the year started off, it appeared fine. Q2 VC numbers will have a lot more to say. What else? Well, more economic data should drop domestically on Thursday. Don't expect that to be super encouraging, but perhaps we'll shed fewer jobs than last week's terrifying 6.6 million unemployment claims appeared to indicate. Really, at this point, I'll take any positivity I can. Hold on to the green shoots and don't get too sad. There's a long march ahead of us and we need to shoulder our packs and keep moving forward, even if that just means staying at home, if possible. 
Now, let's take a moment and talk about some early stage rounds. I rustled up two neat ones for us this morning, and I want to get back into kind of the form of doing these. Not everything is COVID-19, so here is some positive news. We have two rounds this morning, one from Valispace, one from Vertical Future. We'll start with the first V, we'll start with Valispace. Valispace, a Germany-based startup that also has folks in Portugal, it turns out, raised 2.2 million euros recently, led by Join, capital J-O-I-N, capital. The startup calls itself, quote, GitHub for hardware, which TechCrunch summarized as a, quote, collaboration platform for engineers, allowing them to develop better satellites, planes, and rockets with a browser-based app. Now, if there's one thing that I've had kind of reaffirmed in my brain lately, it's how global the world we live in today really is. So I think the idea of Valispace kind of rules. More collaborations sounds smart to me, and I like the idea of having more people work together on the stuff that we really use to run the world. Oh, also, Paris-based HCVC also took part in that round. And then there's Vertical Future. Based in London, Vertical Future just raised 1.1 million pounds. Now, if you want to guess what it does, I'm gonna pause and let you guess. Vertical Future, what does it do? Three seconds. Did you get it right? Well, it turns out they're building vertical farms in urban areas to help grow food inside of cities. That is really cool, I love it. Also, I've heard about this idea for a long time. So to see a company actually trying to do it uh, makes me pretty excited, frankly. Let's see, their latest 1.1 million pounds comes from Earthworm, an impact investor, according to BD Daily News. And the startup also put together a 4 million pound round last year from Earthworm and Accelerus Capital, the latter of which is based in Manchester. I hope those rounds cheered you up a little bit. Small companies working on the future always makes me slightly less depressed. Now, one more topic. Over the weekend, I tried to take some time off and not read Twitter every single minute of the day, and you know, I mostly failed. I did get some reading done, but not enough. Liza and I did make a new recipe for meatballs, which is pretty good, but I did spend more time than I want to admit thinking about the startup world and what is going to happen over the next 12 months. You know, what percent of startups can't survive a year without fresh capital? I bet it's a pretty material number. And then what percent of that cohort will be able to raise? I don't know. But it's not really close to 100%. So we're looking at a period, I think, you know, kind of gazing into the future as best I can, which is not particularly clear. We're kind of looking into an era of heightened startup deaths, and that's going to be rough. Uh, some VCs, if you read Twitter, are already starting to kind of share their excitement about the exit of so-called tourist VCs as the market goes from risk on to risk off. Uh, but what about the coming startup herd culling? It's not quite as cool to call it, you know, we're getting rid of tourist startups. Eh, these are businesses. These have, you know, jobs attached to them. People need to pay their mortgages. I suppose the talent shortage could get a bit easier in the coming kind of, you know, wave of startup deaths. Now, this topic is why I'm so curious to hear what comes in the Q1 VC numbers. You know, if we see an earlier than anticipated material deterioration in global venture activity, it probably means we need to revise up our startup death predictions. If on the other hand, Q1 looks surprisingly good for VC numbers. Perhaps the blow that we expect will land later and not as hard. More startups surviving sounds like a good thing overall, as many economies around the world lurch and stumble, you know, and they need some help to heal themselves. So more alive businesses, good. I know it sounds simplistic, but I really mean it. We're living in a changed era now but we don't fully know how changed or how long this new reality is going to be with us. So hopefully the data will kind of give us some guidelines. I would love to do a show in the morning and tell everyone, y'all, look at this good news. I mean, wouldn't that be a nice change? I feel like 
ever since we launched Equity Monday, the world has gotten consistently fractionally worse. And uh, that's fine. You know, the show wasn't designed to be a good news vehicle, but couldn't we take a detour and, you know, do some of that? So anyways, Q1 VC numbers, eventually they'll, you know, we'll bring them to you. We'll tell you what they say. And uh, hopefully they paint a pretty picture. And that's all we have for you today. I hope that you were well and that all things are good where you are. Hugs and love from the Equity crew. We will be back Friday morning. I am Alex Wilhelm. This is Equity Monday, and you are tremendous. Stay safe. We're out. Mmm, coffee. Coffee Coffee is good. What would we do without coffee? I think we'd all just sleep in. You know, like, maybe, maybe there wouldn't be an America without coffee. I don't know.